The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, we gather here today to pose one question and one question only. Is the world you once knew now over? It's a, it's a topic that everybody, I think, is going to see. They're going to flip through the podcast. They're going to look at this, and they're going to be like, yes, I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah. They're like, what is really, keyword, really happening? Um, and, you know, Josh and I are... We're not going to recreate any wheel here, but we've yeah. done mass amounts of research. Um, we, we've really thrown ourselves into all the medical doctrines, not the media opinion, not mainstream media opinion, yeah. not social media opinion, <laughs> the true medical facts. And, and we want to deliver those to you guys, uh, not condemning anybody, but we just want to deliver you guys the facts. But on the flip side, you know, we spend a lot of time on the show talking about perspective. Mm -hmm. And now is a time more than ever that uh, perspective is so important in how we look at stuff, and especially in times of crisis. And now is a time right now where we our perspective is being decided for us. Yeah. And like Mark said, guys, we constantly talk about on this show the lens that you look through. And the media, per se, has been the lens created. And by default, everyone is forced to look through that lens and Mark and I are here today to not just talk about the coronavirus because I know you, you, and you, we're all, we're all, tired all, of it. We're all sick tired of it. and tired of yeah. hearing about the coronavirus. Well, we're going to change our perspective to, on today's show as we dive into it. But I first got to recognize my brother Mark is back on the set. And yeah. how exciting is this? Yay. He, he walked in all tan, looking all pretty and yeah. stuff. So brother, It makes my teeth look whiter. So it it's does. always good. And, and you know, one of our concerns was on the last show is Mark going to return and Mark's here. Yeah. Um, so we're super excited about that. I hope you guys all enjoyed um, Ashley and I's uh, duo segment there. Um, and Which, with that being said, because today's show has a, a lot to do with perspective, yeah. it, it's one of those instances where the more the merrier. Yeah. Uh, and I am super excited because it's something I've been begging for for a long, long time. <laughs> Crazy jealous last week. Plot twist. Um, that Josh got to do a, a show with Ash because I've been begging Ash to come on the show. And we're so thankful today that Ashley decided to join us again mm -hmm. um, because she's going to shed light from another area in which people look at another lens. And there, there's things that Josh and I would definitely miss. Yeah. Uh, and she's going to bring in that stuff. We want her to be not only her voice, but the voice for many. Yeah. And Ashley, I know that when we, we discussed this topic and you were like, oh, I really don't want to hear a bunch of numbers about the coronavirus. That's all we're hearing about. I think it's going to be extremely enlightening <clears throat> on where you have expressed your frustrations personally to myself on a specifically the media, but just the, the, the toxic levels that have been created um, in our society and culture of, of from what has been how it's been portrayed and what has been portrayed and some of the effects it's having on the individual. So um, again, Ashley, welcome. Welcome to Deliberately Linked. We're stoked to have you. Um, and it's going to be a great show. So Let's do it. Let's I do mean, it. she's a package deal, though. So we have Ashley, who represents, um, obviously, millions of people. Um, but also, too, we have Oliver, who is in the room today. <laughs> That's and, it. And he'll be representing, you know, not just the canines, you know, mm -hmm. because he, he's a lover of all, all animals. Yeah. Um, so he's literally today representing the animal kingdom. That's true. And, Absolutely. you know, I, I want people to understand this. During this entire show, here, here's one thing you will not hear. We will not make light of what is Correct. going on. It's, it is very serious. What we want to do is just bring in an honest perspective of a, what is really happening. Yeah. And I'm confident that all the information that all of us have been just drowning in recently um, from articles, newspapers, media, except social media, you name it, we're about to offer a different perspective um, to, on today's show. And I think we're all going to walk away from something. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can tell people right now, um, and, and doing research for the show is probably the most I've ever done, mm -hmm. um, just because I feel it's so important to be very uh, precise. Yeah. Um, and so all of it is coming from medical journal, right. um, not historical medical journal, but medical journal uh, that is currently being done and written yeah. um, and really minimized um, the sources 
so we're only dealing with professionals who are actually hands-on and yeah. what's going on. And on that, on that note, Mark, to, to leave it at that, and we'll really dive into this topic, is I think it's also important to know on today's show, I mean, it is March 15th, yeah. okay? March 15th, around 5 o'clock right now, 6 o'clock, numbers are constantly changing. Um, so yeah. whenever you choose to listen to this show, uh, that is the time frame. Yeah, earmark least, it. Yeah, earmark when it. we yeah. have um, collected the data that we are about to share with you guys. So that's a great point. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's dive into it. Brother. Absolutely. Um, so for, for everybody listening, I'm sure most people, you know, we've all seen it. Um, you've gone into the grocery store, you have empty shelves. Um, we've seen some, unfortunately, some mass hysteria. Uh, if you get on any form of social media, you've read all the mass hysteria. Um, and honestly, we've seen, we've seen an ugly side of humans, um, but I will say so. this, there's also positives that are coming from it. I mean, we've yeah. seen groups of people step up and do amazing things. And w- when we discuss perspective, I think it's so important to always focus on the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in a case like this with uh, coronavirus, which I- I'm going to really reiterate this over and over, the COVID-19, because there's multiple coronaviruses, Correct. this one specifically, mm-hmm. Um, there's opportunities to be presented here. Yeah, no, there are. And, and I think it's another important note. Ashley and I discussed on last, our last podcast about the, the coronavirus, you know, ruining our plans for the Arnold Classic and completely just shutting things down. Um, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I know Ashley had some comfort and affirmation there, um, seeing the trickle effect downwards. And I know myself too, of how it's affected so many other businesses, um, because of this. So, um, frustrations uh, have been able to be controlled, I guess we could say, um, upon the, the situation at hand. So like Mark said, guys, really, it's just, it's so exciting um, in the sense that there are people rallying together yeah. and we're going to talk about that. We're going to um, see the good and the shortly. bad. Yeah. You so, know what I mean, we're going to, we're going to see the good and bad. I mean, I, I, for most people, what, what you're, what most people are seeing is what is the direct effect to me? Yeah. You know, I can't buy my bottle of water. We're out of toilet paper, you know, grocery stores, X, Y, and Z. I can't buy what I would normally buy. Um, all these things, it's like, what is the direct effect on me? And yeah. really for a lot of people, there's, there's a few areas I want you to, I want you to, A, I want you to focus on, you know, what is this disease really? Right. You know what I mean? Um, and, and number two, not just how's it affecting me, but how's it affecting a lot of people around you? Yeah. Like what effect can you have on other people? I think right. is super important. And, and Mark, that has been an extreme, um, frustration. I think about this topic is the mass hysteria that is the, the panic, I guess, people have been just showing to to these grocery stores and and taking yeah. more than what they need. You talked yeah. about the toilet paper and other supplies like that. And Ashley, share with share with our viewers and listeners what you shared with me the other day on just almost the crime behind why people are are being almost they felt like they felt like they feel forced to go out and do and create these actions that they're doing. Well, yeah, what I told Josh was I think personally it's a crime what the media has be. done. It should be a crime yeah. because making people get to the point where they're so fearful that you have families going out buying right. heartfuls of toilet paper, like that is just ridiculous. I think that the way people have responded is ridiculous, but looking at the way the media is presenting it, I guess I can't blame some people for being as scared Mm -hmm. as they are, but it is unfortunate. I went to Walmart the other day during my lunch break because I was like, well, I guess I probably should get a few items because I didn't do grocery shopping last week and I don't know what it's going to look like this weekend. So I went and I mean, it it truly was just ridiculous. Like you walk down the shelves, there was no dish detergent. There was no toilet paper, no paper towels. And I mean, luckily we already had those items, but I mean, my heart just hurts for the people who actually need the items and they can't get them and, and the way that the media just keeps well, That one guy this. that walked all over the place and he's he's on a oxygen. Oxygen. Yeah. And an older gentleman, I believe it was, right? Mm-hmm. Going from store to store and it, it's cleaned out. And part of the problem, obviously the media, but the other problem, people are just taking way more than they need. And well, they're actually, selfish. They, they are selfish and... and they are doing that, and based off that, what did you show, share that article that you you sent us? No, it was interesting. So I read though that the reason why people are doing this, and it's 
psychological that mm-hmm. they feel so powerless mm-hmm. yep. and hearing, okay, we'll go wash your hands. That, that's not enough. Yep. They have to do something. Right. And so going out and, and they're feeling afraid of like, losing their comforts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're stocking up on all this stuff to feel like they have some control or power because apparently washing your hands is not a good enough solution for well, them. Yeah. So, so this morning, uh, like Josh said, it's May 15th or March 15th. I wish it was May 15th. <laughs> um, it's March 15th. Uh, you know, I went out grocery shopping this morning, which is very normal for me and normal Sunday morning. And normally I can go to one store and do my entire thing. I had to go to three stores today. Yeah. And when I was shopping, though, I wasn't just thinking about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have a very special friend who's got three young boys, two of which are still in diapers. And she was just saying the other day, she's like, I'm running out of wipes and there are none. And in all three stores, I found a box of wipes wow. and I bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole time I'm walking around, I'm like, I'm thinking of all these uh, young uh, single people or married people who have young children. And I'm like, these are necessities. Mm-hmm. The, these are not things you want. Now, granted, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not above wiping my kid's butt with like a, a, a wash rag if I have to. Right. But I'm like, your your people are buying these. And the reality is, is they're not buying them with good intentions. No. They're buying them up so they can resell them on another website and make a profit. For sure. And that's where I'm completely disgusted and embarrassed. Yeah. Because like we're trying to monopolize you know, this unfortunate time where we're dealing, everybody's dealing worldwide with this virus and we're trying to find ways to make money off of it. I'm like, that's disgusting. You know, there's a guy at a local shopping center here. um, I believe she said the the worker told me it was Thursday that went in and bought up all the toilet paper, went out in the parking lot, unpackaged it all, and then was selling single rolls of toilet paper for $4. Wow. That's, that's, and she said, she said it wasn't long and eventually it was a full on fist fight in the parking lot because people are like, (laughs) You should not do this. And he's like, why not? Who's stopping me? But I'm like, you did that. And then you're selling individual rolls for $4. Wow. That's like, what is wrong with you? Right. Seriously. And you have fun fact about toilet paper. Number one, number one, regardless to um, popular belief, 90% of United States toilet paper is manufactured in the United States. Okay. (laughs) Right. Um, So I think we're okay on that. And number two, the average American home, average American home only uses 100 rolls a year. Right. So we Chill, have people. We have six people in our, our house and regularly many more. Yeah. And Heather and I did the count the other day. We do about 125. Wow. Wow. So all you people who are going out and buying hundreds of rolls of toilet paper, you need to relax. Well, do you, I mean, here's my question. Do you not own a garden hose? I mean, yeah. come on. Baby. You need to relax. <laughs> but bring back I've always the wanted a bidet. I've always wanted a bidet. <laughs> That's what I'm no. saying. I've always, I told Heather, I said, I'm not above, you know, no. dropping one and jumping in the shower. It, well, I did no. see you can cut a um, paper towel roll in half. I saw that too, yeah. And yeah. it looks well, about like a toilet paper roll, so there's a solution. <laughs> oh, no. I'm stuck in my, like, two or three or four ply. So, okay, so... Uh, People, this is a, this is a, this is a silly but true fear. My fear is to have to go to like, and I don't want to name any brands because I don't want to make fun of any brands, <laughs> but like literally the like the paper mache style that feels like you're wiping oh, with sandpaper. It's the worst. It's like oh. what every like restaurant or something has. cruise ship cruise for a week. Oh god. Oh, yeah. Really? Like yeah, I was like, oh, this is so bad. Like, you know how much I'm paying for this? Yeah. <laughs> Which for the health department rule, by the way, fecal matter does make it through ten layers of toilet paper. Yeah. So. Buying thicker toilet paper is nice, but you should always wash your hands no matter what. So, yeah. no, um, but that. guys, back back to real quick, and I I, I want to move through this segment, but back to um, the mass the, the mass amount of people going to all these stores, just mm-hmm. clearing off the shelves, food, toilet paper, uh, toothpaste. I mean, you name it. Everyday household items that we that we obviously use on the daily, and and. You, you sent a, a photo of a, a picture with a nice caption that someone put on a social media platform that I'm going to share it on the show because I think it's so impactful and it's so freaking true. When, when an incident like this, a pandemic is happening worldwide, the, the lack of, I mean, common sense, but the lack of faith yeah. that everyday Americans or individuals that walk, that walk around with on an everyday, it just goes out the window when an incident like this happens, and this was a lady posted a picture of a shelf shelves at I believe Walmart or some grocery store, and and, and, and she said this, and it's and it's so it's said so well. She said this is perfectly described in scri- in scripture where God told the Israelites through Moses to only gather enough for the day and not and not to save for the next day. They didn't listen and they gathered gathered selfishly. When they did that, their food rotted. God wanted them to learn to trust Him to believe that if he said he would provide, he will. They showed their lack of faith 
and trust in God, and they thought they could provide better for themselves. In 1 Peter 5, 7, throw all your anxieties upon him who cares for you. That's what he calls us to do. Correct. Um, that, is, that is so well done. And the same thing Christ told the disciples. When the disciples said, I want to follow you, then Christ said, leave all your possessions behind because he will provide. Yes. I, you know, I know a lot of people that may listen to the show are not believers. And if you're not a believer, I feel for you right now. Because, you know, as for me in my house, there is no panic. I mean, I look at my eight-year-old all the way up through my eldest child. There is no panic right. because we all know that God has a plan. Right. His will always prevails. Mm-hmm. This has all been foreseen, yeah. and he will take care of us. Right, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, guys, I'm predicting that Jesus is coming. That's not what I'm going to say, but I'll tell you where this, the, the no, lack God of fear. Pro- God provides every day. Correct. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. But where the fear doesn't reside into Christians is because let's say it is the end of the world. Guess who's coming? Jesus is coming. Yeah, and I That's know where That's where I'm my going. comfort is. Yeah, and I know where and I'm so going. And if, so if this, crazily <laughs> enough, is the end of the world, guess what? I know I'm walking out with Jesus. Yeah, and I mean, just like anything, so... I, I'll share a quick story. I didn't ask Josh and Ashley's permission, but I'm going to share it anyways. I no, feel go like ahead. it's going to be okay. You know, earlier in this day, we, I mean, guys, we've been together now for hours today. We're yeah. going to record and just here in Ohio, so many things have changed. Now, our governor basically just shut down dining in restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, shut down all the bars. And as we all know, this show is designed around many things, you know, faith, entrepreneurship, mental mindset, all those things. Josh and Ashley are entrepreneurs, you know, uh, Josh, owns and operates and runs Visionary Meals. And Ashley obviously has a huge part of that and is, uh, you know, like his right arm. So she's heavily involved, um, not just from a personal standpoint because it's her husband, but it's it's a way that they, they make a living. Correct. And so when you hear that stuff, there's a lots of things being shut down. You know, places where they have drop-offs, all these things. And folks, my support for Visionary Meals, obviously, is I'm a big fan. Not just because Josh and Ashley, because it's a heck of a product. But number two... Um, my support for them is through prayer and support. And that's what I do. I felt their burden. I mean, we're literally sitting in the living room and you can feel the cloud of burden. And I said, let's just put our phones down and let's pray. And I, and I tell all of you, whether you are a believer, a non-believer, been baptized, not been baptized, given your life to Christ or not, God does not discriminate on who's praying. Right. If you're feeling the burden of this crisis, go find your place, drop where you are, and there's no right or wrong way. Tell him how you feel, and he will listen, and he will respond. Take that comfort. It's offered to all of us. Yeah. Yeah, It literally makes me tear up just thinking about that because I can't imagine being somebody who is directly impacted by this, which there are plenty of people, and not having people like you in our lives to stop and pray for us and and us to even have the ability to just pray when we need to. I, I can't imagine not having that ability to get the comfort that we receive from prayer because it's instant it is <laughs> i mean i felt the blanket of christ over us as yeah. soon as yeah. as soon as we dove into prayer yeah and it was just a, it's just that reminder of like ch- children i have this i i i, I am in control right mm-hmm. now well it, you know and, t- and today i mean uh you know president trump uh issued an order today's gonna be a national day of prayer and the negativity oh, on social media about that it blows my mind because if if you're even a remote historian, you would understand that not only is the United States the greatest country in the world, we are blessed, mm-hmm. okay? But that foundation was built upon Christian beliefs and Christian men. Correct. All you got to do is go look up who signed the initial Declaration of Independence and do a little research on all of them. They were all men of faith. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you, all these other people, what religion you should follow. Because if you listen to our show, you know that's not what we do here. No. But all people are called to be faith to a God, our God, and he is the only God. Correct. And it is that God that will comfort you. It is that God that in First Peter, I mean, Peter wrote First Peter because Peter was the one who stepped out of the boat when Christ called him. Right. And Christ just said, keep your eyes upon me. And if we do that now, I mean, guys, we'll get through some numbers here that will also give you some comfort. But I want to talk about the comforts of the Spirit. Please. Because if Christ is telling you then Fix your eyes upon me. I'm telling you now, the way that I survived these things, the way that I've survived stage four cancer, right. the way that I have survived most of my relationships and the trials and tribulations my life has offered me is keeping my eyes fixed on Christ. It's when my eyes are not fixed on him yep. that I begin to drown. And it is now in this time where we're looking at like a, a company like Visionary Meals. We look at all these other small businesses. We look at all these people who feel they have the weight of the world upon their shoulders. I'm here to tell you, folks, 
fix your eyes on Christ, he will relieve you of that burden, and then he will show you the direction. Yeah. And that's what we need to be doing. We do. We need and to stop the hate, number one. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just feeding into it. And, guys, with that being said, I mean, we usually say this kind of stuff at the end of the show, but I'm going to say it right now. If you're an individual that's just like, man, I, I don't really know how to pray, or I, I want to pray with someone, call Mark or I, yeah. okay? DM hit us, up, us. Yeah, hit DM us up on us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We will Facebook. contact you personally. Absolutely. And we would love that opportunity with you. I mean, if you guys saw, uh, if you follow us on uh, Twitter, which most people don't use Twitter, it's Josh says it's an <laughs> old person platform. <laughs> I'm not crazy about we it. We still <laughs> utilize it. I mean, since last night, I've been, I've been tweeting some things on there, and, and I'll claim them. I mean, this morning... Our church made a, a very mature decision. Yeah. Um, you know, we get thousands of people in there every weekend, and I love my pastor dearly, Tom. If you're listening, I love you, buddy. Tom made a very mature decision, very educated decision, that we would only do satellite church. Um, and, you know, normally, Josh, Ashley, and I, um, you know, we're all worshiping together on a Sunday. That's what we do. It's, it's what our, our family does. Right. Um, and we weren't there, but yet I, I was able to worship in my house, and I text Tom right away, and I told him, it was an amazing feeling. I mean, I've had to do satellite church before we go on vacation or whatever. I didn't have the feeling I had today. Yeah. But in my home, I felt the presence of all the people I'm normally in church with. Yeah. And I felt that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so, so God understands. Because there are decisions that have to be made. People are like, oh, so you guys don't really trust your God. You didn't go to church. No, God gave us all common sense. He all <laughs> right. gave us the ability to have discernment. Right, no doubt. <laughs> okay? And that's what we did. We exercised God-given abilities For today. Sure. And yet God showed us his spirit is bigger than all of this. Heck yeah. So, and Josh is right. If, if you have questions, concerns, or you want to know, or you want someone to pray, DM us, shoot us on, get us on Twitter, whatever. Mm-hmm. I will do it. I'm not a person who says I'm going to pray for you and not do it. I'm a person who's going to say, can I pray with you now? Right. Amen to that. I love it. Let's preach. <laughs> boy, I love it. Fire it up. Well, <laughs> Fire it up today, boy. It's, Man, I'll tell you what. I think, you know, I think one of the, the best perspectives about this is, and I know Ashley and Ashley, I'm not making fun of you at all. Please don't take it that way. <laughs> oh, boy. I know Ashley gets the majority of her information via her phone. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's, that's how it happens. As do a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, but and, and I'll say even primarily like Facebook yeah. or platforms like that. But that's why I think her perspective is so important Different. because, you know, Ashley, since this really, this break's been out since, you know, really January, but here we are in March, um, you know, I'm not, I don't want to put you on the spot, but what are, like, what are some things that your platforms are telling you about this virus? Well, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were nuts for going on a cruise. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Josh, I was like, I'm so worried about Mark. He's going to get back and then he's going to be stuck on a ship for two weeks. Like, and just in- <laughs> so everybody's aware, not one person. So I'll, I'll tell you that I'll tell you the real, I'll make it a real quick story. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. I'll make a real quick story. So before we left, uh, obviously Heather and I were in deep prayer. Um, I knew you guys were praying for us. I knew my family was praying for us. And I called our pastor. Yeah. And I said, I said, what, what's your thought? And he said, and literally right there, he goes, Mark, he goes, I don't know what happened just now, but I know the cloak of Christ is upon you and on that ship. Hmm. He wow. goes, go enjoy your cruise. Wow. wow. Not one person from our cruise That's powerful. is sick. Nobody was quarantined. Not one medical emergency. Nothing. nothing. That is the power of God. Mm-hmm. So people can say that was very... You know, they, they can use lots of words. They can say reckless, whatever they want. This thing had been planned forever. Um, it was one of those things where I didn't want to live in the fear of this mm-hmm. world. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Right. And, you know, it, it can happen. And, and we're okay. But I think, guys, we're going to share some numbers with you to show that really wasn't that reckless of a move. Right. right. Just one in broken gen- glass. Yeah. In a general reality of it, <laughs> yeah, sorry. that wasn't really, yeah, the broken glass door by a wave. That was insane. Um <laughs> It really wasn't that reckless of a move. But back to you, Ashley. Like, what is what is your platforms educating you on? Well, I feel like it takes every fact and it just highlights the number. Like, they could say that there has been a total of one death, let's say. Sure. But the way that they say mm-hmm. it and the way that they highlight it, y- you really would think that the whole world is dying. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say everything is just so dramatic on here. And so at first... I know like I read something and I'm screenshotting it, sending it to him. I'm like, oh my gosh, did you see this? And then, you know, you take the five to 10 minutes to actually read the whole article and you're kind of like, oh, so how did they come up with that headline for what the article says? But I I mean, really, it's just the the updates of the people dying and this and that. And and that's what. And so to piggyback that, one of the um, major facts, those are air quotes for people who aren't looking, 
um, and can't see us because you're listening, one of the major facts media is pushing is that the coronavirus, uh, COIV, or COVID-19, I'm just going to say coronavirus-19, coronavirus-19 um, can l- live on hard services for nine days. Mm-hmm. That's something that's been pushed out. Right. And so, I, saw that a, I saw that a lot of places. I see it a lot. So the number one hard surface out of all the hard services is not metal, steel, or wood. It's actually plastic. Things last longest on plastic, which you want to break that down. It's because it's a synthetic form and whatever. But during the medical research and the studies that have been done across the world, what they found is that's not true. It actually only lives two or three days in a certain environment. Mm. Now, once they put heat to it, the virus completely dis- dies. dies. It's out. It's gone. So in, in a matter of minutes, right. it's over. In your research, did you read? Because I, I, one fact just came to me that, well, fact came yeah. to me that Air I quotes. read. <laughs> yeah. They said that this, if you get this virus, that you have permanent irreversible lung damage from it. Do you remember yeah, hearing yeah. that? Tw- your that lungs true? are damaged by 20%. No. That's what no. I heard, and I can't yeah. remember who told us that. We but heard that last night at dinner. No, there was, yes. there, there, they did, there, was a, there was quite a few... Um, Quite a few things that were done where people were putting them out and then they're trying to fact check them all of it. That is not true. What, okay. Where that is misconstrued is, is people who already have pre-existing issues with their lungs can see up to a 20% damage on top of what they are because their lung system is already, already deteriorated. Correct. Yeah. So for a healthy individual, Correct. they would not see this. Correct. Again, that's just nuts. So that's the so power of the media. It, oh, so no. When it's, all, it's power of interpretation, too, yes. how they how Yeah, they so when it. you – well, what they do is to get out of lying, they take bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. So what the best comparison for this coronavirus – there's multiple coronaviruses. For this coronavirus specifically is, is like pneumonia and the flu, okay? Yeah. So you think of all the people who've had pneumonia. Now, you can have a, an extreme severe case of pneumonia, and this is just from my medical background as well as, well as research. You can have a very severe um, – or case of pneumonia and you can do permanent lung damage over time mm-hmm. okay but in most cases of pneumonia people heal completely okay right. the flu is no different there there's the flu by the way is influenza in itself is far more deadly than anything we're seeing right now but people do recover regularly mm-hmm. um so yeah they're they're taking bits and pieces and they're piecing it together and putting it out there so when you research that they're like you can find where it says people certain individuals and then you have to read all the information underneath it but by just throwing it out there theoretically they're not lying right well mark based on your question to ashley i think it's such a needs to be such a highlighted point of this conversation and it is we've we've hinted at it since literally we started this show but it's the the underlying issue in my opinion personally is if the question is where does it root from and the answer to me is the media and the the how much the like you were saying, Ash, the way that they word things and how they how they share. And I mean, I was reading article, guys. I was literally reading articles where individuals, media sources, were describing China as a zombie land. Yeah, as a zombie Which, land. By the way, China right now has seen the greatest <laughs> decline. I know, I know. Yeah, and 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 because of this, guys, because of the mass hysteria from the media, this is why we have individuals. Running to the grocery stores. This is why we have a shortage shortages on masks, which yeah. is a whole other topic within itself for our medical professionals that actually could that need these in this time. And this panic leads from this all this mass hysteria and panic. This leads to racism, discrimination. I mean, the media has blown this up out of so, a proportion you can't even. It's a great story. Wrap your so mind obviously, I, I went through. Two major airports. Um, I was on two flights, and I was on a I was on a cruise ship. By the way, nobody on the cruise ship was wearing gloves or masks. Yeah, nobody. I will say one thing: this cruise ship, the staff was amazing, constantly cleaning. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. Constantly encourage people to do all the common sense precautions. It was fantastic. But in, even in the airports, I don't, in the airports, maybe one percent of people in the airports were wearing a mask and gloved up. But I found it so humorous. To watch these people, A, wearing masks that are doing nothing, and then B, they would be wearing a mask, they'd take it off to talk, put it back on, or they'd take it off to take a drink off their plastic cap that's been setting out forever. Good. And I'm like, you you guys don't even understand what you're doing. And, you, and then they're all taking pictures and selfies in their masks in the airport. 
you know, and then you put that out there and I'm like, all you're doing is making things worse. Yes. Right. Because that's it's not, what we're this, talking this about. isn't even real. Right. I'm like, because why don't you do a picture with everybody else that's sitting at the gate with no and mask on. you're right. the only one wearing one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's it. The media, everyone knows the media is always the problem. I mean, when you have a freaking, when there's a tornado, when there is, um, what's the water one? I'm drawing a blank on the hurricane. Water. Hurricane. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the media will literally go to a place, that place of location, and only go to the area that, that it's ruined. I, I have someone that lives in South Carolina, and they were saying, yeah, when they just had those recent hurricanes and stuff there, and or tornadoes, or whatever it was, the, the media literally were showing on just on the TV, uh, you know, down, only the most devastated down part. houses, down power yeah. lines, this and that. But you look four miles to your left. It's beautiful, sunny, everything's put together, yeah. and that's just they're just going to show it's you what they the want dramatic to see. effect. It's, yeah. It now, grosses me out. Gosh, I, I want I want to tell everybody something about this because we we just discussed this earlier, and it it's unfortunate. And we just read a tweet a minute ago, and I really appreciate what the guy said. This is being made very political, mm-hmm. and it's disgusting that you would back political or attempt to back political gain upon the deaths of human beings. But this isn't the first time. Oh, yeah. this is yeah. So I sent this to you guys the other day. That's interesting. If you want to really do your research and you're saying, you know, we, we can blame coronavirus on whoever you want to blame it on. I don't care who you want to blame it on. Realize this. This blame game has been happening a long time. And this just, I'm only going back 15 years. Every election year since 2004 has been a major, like, medical emergency. So I'm going to hit this list real quick. 2004, SARS, 2008, Avion, 2010, Swine, 2012, MERS, 2014, Ebola, 2016, Zika, 2018, Ebola again, and now coronavirus. That guys, was shocking to me, guys. By the way. Hey, hit me the numbers from 2010 again. Hit me the. the, the it was a swine the, flu. And what was after that? Uh, 2012 was MERS. Okay. Okay. I, I, no, go ahead. Guys, go ahead. If you think that's a coincidence, you're crazy. You're crazy. Here's and we do this on the show a lot. We want to empower people. Right. Do not be puppets to this political BS game mm-hmm. where these people at the end of the day, they don't care about us. Mm-hmm. They don't care about us. No, and that's why I asked you about the the years because I'm doing the math <clears throat> really quick in my head about when social media really started to get big. And yeah. you, a lot of those towards the end of that list now especially the coronavirus COVID-19 you You've heard about them the most, especially this one, because our social media platforms have never been as big as they are today. Correct. That's a and good point. news like that spreads. A wildfire doesn't even compare to it. It spreads so fast and it becomes so toxic to our ears. And we just hear about it left and right. And the media just capitalizes that because they know we're going to hear it as soon as it's said. And it's millions and millions of ears will see it or hear it. Well, when the swine flu Love it. came out. Perfect dive in. When the swine flu came out, it's interesting because I don't ever remember it being like a big deal like this is. And I had it. I was at home sick with it. And never once in my memory am I like, wow, I'm so thankful I survived the swine flu because it felt like the whole world was ending. Right. So I guess I don't really understand. So then the best part of it too is is you said earlier, the exaggerations. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you take SARS, for instance. Okay. In 2004, is really pre-social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. SARS had a contagion factor of eight. Right. COVID nineteen is only two. Mm-hmm. That that's that's the readily um, <clears throat> readily is probably the wrong word. That's the power of contagency. Correct. Okay, that this can spread. And I, I actually uh, listened to an infectious doctor today um, during an interview, and they they were asking him questions, and I thought this was so perfect. And this goes back to what I said earlier about. You know, people look at me and say, you're reckless for going on a, a, you know, a cruise. So he said the Princess cruise ship is the greatest case study that we have. And a lot of people are ignoring it. And I'll tell you why. It's because it's a it's a completely non-manipulated 30-day study. Like, no one's trying to manipulate it. They're not changing anybody's human habits. Everything's all organic and natural. Right. Right? So this ship ported out of Wuhan, China, where this virus began. And that was back in February, okay? They sailed for an entire month and then ported back again in Japan before being sent to California. 30 days, 4,000 people, only 17% of those people got the virus. Wow. Over a 30-day period, completely organic, no controlled. You know, It's not like they were trying to control who can go where, who can do what, any of the extra thing. No, it's completely organic. And only 17%? Wow. 
And he said, look, I'm not saying that the coronavirus isn't deadly. He goes, it is serious. It is deadly. But let's woe back a little bit and realize that if this was as deadly as the media is trying to make it, that 17%, I mean, you're literally talking like, what's 17% of that? 52, 54 maybe? Out of 4,000 people, he goes, that number would be so much higher. Mm-hmm. You're talking at least 50%. Right. Yeah. He, and most <laughs> of these people had no idea. Really? No idea. That's crazy. So it's like, I'm not saying it's not serious, and I'm not saying people aren't dying. I mean, I'm crushed for the families that are losing uh, family members. I, death is always hard. No, for real. Yeah. But what we've done is we've lost perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not even relating it to what our normal reality was. It would say so. Is, is our, every, our modern society ending? Well, yeah. no. If you compare this to our, our modern society, it doesn't even touch our modern society. Not at all. Not at no. all. Yeah. I mean. Look! Look at! Look it's at! Crazy. Look at what the flu does every year. The flu and guys, I'm telling you, if you're watching, I had to use notes today, just for the fact is I wanted to get all these right. So just I did ten years back on the flu, and the flu ranges from the last ten years, um, the amount of people affected between 9.3 million and 45 million cases every year, just in the United States. That's a lot. Okay. All right. And your deaths go anywhere from 12,000 to 61,000 deaths a year. Mm-hmm. Currently in the United States, currently in the United States, we're only looking at 62 deaths. <laughs> and I don't want to diminish anybody who's lost somebody. I, I'm telling you, no, I pray for you. Right, but sad. what I'm saying is, is we've lost perspective. Correct. Mm-hmm. You're talking 12,000 to 61,000 deaths in one year. And we're literally shutting down the world mm-hmm. right now. The United States of America over 62 deaths. So what are your thoughts about the decision that was made to close school for the three-week period? Do you know why I think it's a good thought? I'm going to tell you. I think it's a good thought. Do you yeah. know why I think it's a good thought? A, this is where, like, you guys, anybody listening to this show knows uh, this is a rarity. You better record this one. <laughs> this is where technology is a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Why risk lives when you don't have to? Yeah. Where, my, where I say we're shutting down the world and the problem is, is the mass hysteria. Yeah. People, you live in an environment every single year, far riskier than what you're making this one right now. Mm-hmm. But as far as what our governor is doing, I don't have a problem with it. And I'll tell you why I don't have a problem with it. Why risk it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why risk it? All of our kids can learn from home. Technology allows it. There's a large, vast majority of jobs where people can work from home. Mm-hmm. That's okay and still be very productive. And in most studies, it shows that people that work from home are more productive than those who work in an office. Fun right. fact. Okay, so that, that can be done. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. My problem with it is, and once again, it goes back to the people that are feeding into the hate and they're feeding into this hysteria that's just not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, I, and uh, something that has just drove me crazy um, from day one of the blow up of this whole pandemic, again, quote unquote, it, it is a pandemic, don't get me wrong. And the definition of a, of a pandemic, pandemic, excuse me, is basically of a disease prevalent over the country or world. And we as a country, specifically just to America, we as a country face probably hundreds of pandemics that maybe get discussed, but nowhere to the need of focus like they need, like something like this is, that are way drastic. And just for one example, obesity, guys. Yeah. Obesity is by far one of the most toxic pandemics that this country faces uh, on a day-to-day basis, and and some might not want to call it a pandemic, but to me, it is a pandemic. Obesity is definitely a disease, right? Okay, and it accounts for 18% of deaths among Americans ages 40 to 85. Well, and it's it's not just the obesity in itself. It's all the things that you link to it. Diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension. And what comes from it? Um, heart disease. All these things that go in with that, and this is just some little fun facts. When you break down the leading cause of death, uh, deaths each year, which is makes up over the last five years, these make up seventy four percent of the deaths. Number one is heart disease, mm-hmm. guys. Heart disease is plaque and Billy buildup in all your arteries. Yeah, that piggybacks obesity. Diabetes is on this list. Right. Um, low respiratory disease is on this list. Stroke, kidney disease, all those things are caused because we're not taking care of ourselves, Correct. and those are things that are in our control. But this is obviously something we ignore on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the media, they don't want to And talk I'm pretty about sure, is, is the United States still number one in obesity in the world? Uh, yeah, I think by far, actually. I mean, that's what I'm saying. What Fact are we, check me on that, but I what think are by we, far. What are we doing? Right. 
you know, we don't take that seriously. No. And it's like, and I'm guys, I'm a person who partakes in adult beverages. I mean, obviously I'm not, I'm not uh, an alcoholic at this time, but I, I, I recreationally do that. I know as you guys do, we like to have a nice glass of wine and bottle right. of wine. Right. But we're not freaking out over the 30,000 DUI deaths. Correct. Every single, I mean, 30 people die every day on average in the United States of America from uh, DUIs. Right. But yet we haven't gone back to the olden days where we've closed out all alcohol. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we've lost perspective. Right. Right. You know, we're looking through, we're looking through a, we're looking through a lens a lens of fear without any common sense. I would agree. And I think... It, I just want to tell people, too, if you're watching... I'm sorry, Ashley. <laughs> if you're watching, there's a lot of information that's being laid down here right yeah. now. Um, and so if Josh has got to get up and take a phone call, it's a super important phone call. Or if you see us answering texts, it's because yeah. there's so much new information... <laughs> there's a lot going on ...constantly right popping up that is really directly affecting us. And entrepreneurs, if you, yeah. you guys understand this right now, you know, Sunday... March 15th, with everything that Governor DeWine is doing here in the state of Ohio, as well as what President Trump's doing, we're staying on top of things, um, just so, obviously, Visionary Meals can react. Correct. There's a lot of people that get service. So, I don't want anybody to think we're being rude and we're not involved, but this is pretty important stuff, yeah. too. So, so yeah. I'm sorry, Ashley. Go, go, go ahead, ahead, Ash. No, I was going to say, it just kind of makes me laugh, and I think it's ironic that people who especially are, like, smoking cigarettes still, yeah. giving themselves lung cancer, and yeah. then they want to run in and raid the shelves of hand sanitizer to prevent this. I'm right. Like, no, as they wear a mask and smoke. There were people I saw wearing sense. a mask and <laughs> smoking. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like going, yeah. It just, hmm. it just kind of makes me chuckle, I guess. And again, that's drove again by once again the media yeah and that's all yeah yeah, yeah. it's toxic it is yeah i mean mark it's, go ahead you about you look like you're about to say I, something i there. have so many things i, I think another thing you know as, as i asked ashley you know i'm thinking about news outlets and and social media and some of the stuff that we're hearing you know i know one of the um one of the facts air quotes that they're putting out there is that uh corona 19 is an aerosol virus and the flu is not Oh, they've right. said that, and it's completely false. Mm-hmm. I mean, the flu is very aerosol, yeah. You know, and so is the coronavirus. I mean, but once again, they're putting that out there, and they're creating the fear. And then to piggyback that, then they start saying, "Well, this this can last much longer than we think." Well, guys, already in the medical studies, I want to rest everybody, put everybody's mind to rest. They're they're already uh, speeding up that process to see what is the potential length of this. And as they've said. Aerosol viruses cannot survive in heat. Right. So here we are in March and, and in Ohio, and as as the we continue to get warmer, you're going to see a major decline. And then for the people that say, what about the people in Florida who are doing X, Y, and Z? Guys, I said aerosol viruses. That doesn't mean you didn't pick it up from a hard surface. Correct. That doesn't mean you didn't touch it. That doesn't mean those things don't happen. They're st- you're still going to have it. But And they say, well, California has this high rate or Washington State has this high rate. New York has this high rate. You know, these areas like on the West Coast, why are we doing this too? Guys, I'm just saying there's multiple ways of getting this. But I'm just saying from a standpoint of being aerosoled and airborne, it cannot survive in the heat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That just made me think of a video I saw (laughs) once again on social media. I sent this. I think I put this on my The little girl licking the metal pole? Not that (laughs) one. No. It was literally. So... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't believe I saw this. This was not a joke. And it was literally a news station was on site on the, as these kids were getting off the bus. It was in Washington. Was it in Washington? You got to share that fact after this. Um, Oh no, it was Washington. You're right. Um, But these kids were literally getting off. Washington State. It was state, I think. It was state. state. So share that fact. That's great. Um, These kids were literally getting off the bus and this this news team was filming this and they, they did not think this was funny and they were blowing this up out of, proportion of like this is what you need to do i'm not kidding when i say this kids were stepping off the bus these mothers were running up to their children making them take off their backpack i saw it coat wiping them down lysol wipes. wiping them down spraying, spraying them with lysol them? like in their face <laughs> close your eyes and and the, yeah. and the news lady was like these are the steps that we must take as americans to protect us from this coronavirus that is coming into our towns and city i'm like this is our problem right yeah. now. It yeah. Ridiculous. Hey, by the way, if you're if you're literally putting Lysol swipes and, and anywhere near your children's mucus glands, you're making a very grave mistake. <laughs> well, that's one a of whole, the that's a whole nother show for another day. <laughs> one of the myths that we read was a suggestion oh to to prevent this mm-hmm. is to gurgle or swallow bleach. 
So that's what's cycling it, it, out there too. It kills the virus, but it also kills you. So, <laughs> so you'll 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 love this. My seventeen year old daughter came home today. Um, and she's not in a panic. She's like, but you want to hear what I heard? She's like, there are people in South Korea that have drank themselves to death because they heard a rumor that if your system is higher in content and alcohol, good, then yeah. the coronavirus can't live there. Stop. So they literally drank themselves to death. Wow. I'm like, honey, I don't know if that's true or not, oh my but that is not true. No. no, That is ridiculous. Don't that's do it. Rid- <laughs> that is absurd. I'm like, this is so silly. So Josh brought up, and for anybody who's listening that said, this isn't politically driven, Here's another fun fact for you. So everybody knows who the president of the United States is. Whether you like him or you don't like him, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, I feel that you should respect the position. I have not liked every president. I shouldn't say that. Not every president that took seat in the Oval Office did I personally like, nor did I vote for. But I've always supported and respected the position. Correct. Okay. So we obviously know that President Trump has, has a, a very large leftist um, group that does not like him. They despise him. And he is built himself on this platform of America first. And he wants to make America great again. He wants to protect our borders. Mm -hmm. He wants to have, you know, stricter, um, you know, traveling and all this whatnot and really check everybody out and and make sure that Americans are safe. And I I think it's, I have no problems with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I want my children to grow up in a very safe environment. And I I have no problems with that. I think I love all of God's children and I think we all should, but at the same time, we should also protect ourselves. Common sense and discernment. So if you look and break it down, to who his his greatest antagonists are, they reside in New York, California, the West Coast. Uh, you know, you got Oregon and Washington State, which are very liberal communities. And then when you look down, and they've literally taken platforms of "we're not going to listen to him" or "he's not my president." They have hidden illegal aliens from ICE. Um, they have welcomed everybody in their borders with no care, no pause. And then now you look at it and see which three states have the highest recorded cases for the coronavirus. Washington State, California, New York. And it's like, folks, he whether you like him or not, he's trying to take steps to protect you. Right. And when you and and what did you do? You're like, no, we're not getting on board with that. And then what did you do? You let down all your securities (laughs) and now you're paying you're paying for it. Yeah. So if you think this isn't politically driven, you're crazy. Right. You're crazy. I mean, I could do an I could do an entire multiple weeks show. On political driven mm-hmm. of stuff like this, yeah, easily because unfortunately that's the that's this world we live in, and it's just very dishonest and it's unfortunate, but it's very dishonest. I thought it was funny. I think I heard yesterday <laughs> uh, that Mexico is closing their borders <laughs> right now, yeah, <laughs> because of all this. So I thought it was like, good, save us all the billions of dollars. Don't come to our freaking country unless you're an American citizen or you have your green card, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. If if you do, if you want to do it the right way, come. Well, here's my thing. Right come over. here. Come here and right plan over. to be part of the solution, not part Correct. of the problem. Welcome to our society. I okay. mean, that, that, that's just what it is. We need yeah. a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, there's just. I think so many people listen uh, to so many areas uh, of news media, and mm-hmm. I think. Once again, this goes back to, and it's like Ash. Ash was a great example. I mean, this is all the stuff she's getting. Obviously, obviously, Ashley's smart to say, okay, this sounds off a bit, and she does exaggerated, but she still struggles to get what are the facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and one thing when Josh and I were talking about the show today, it, it was hard because you know you Google something, he would get one fact, and yeah. I would get a fact that yeah. was like literally a one eighty from different. what he pulled up, and it's like how you were you know smart enough to go to the sources that were credible if you just simply google it though and you're just clicking Absolutely. on articles yeah. you're gonna have the same thing happen that happened to us like you will find what you want to find no. to support your argument well and and that's why there's so you know so much misinformed information and guys since february 20th the interactions on stories on social media increased seven times google searches increased eight times yeah all right and the number of cable news mentions increased three times According to te- television archives, so that is that's what we're talking about. You, if you don't, if you're getting your information from certain news outlets mm-hmm. that aren't reputable sites yep. like Mark used, um, written by actual doctors, okay, more than likely your facts are going to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not yes. Wrong, I guess wrong is the right word. Um, it, wrong, exaggerated, twisted. Right. Um, they're going to pull bits and pieces of information, and some of that's just from ignorance. They don't understand what yeah. information is is right yeah. and wrong. But I mean it. This is a great example. I mean, um, President Trump um, was quoted saying that yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, it was either yesterday or Friday, that 
the White House is going to work with Google on making sure that we can create a platform with factual information, yeah. right? Because yeah. this is what's occurring. And I saw that. So literally, then we have a news outlet that goes on and says, President Trump just said this. There's no such thing. Google's never even heard of this, right? right. right. Okay. So they didn't even call Google. Just because it hadn't been publicly announced, like the actual agreement, they assumed. So the very next day, the same news outlet and like the same reporters had to go in and say, the White House has just reached an agreement with Google that they were working on you. <laughs> it's like, you idiots. 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 Why do you do that? Why do you? I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, and everybody knows, social, I'm not super high on social media. I think there's value in it, mm-hmm. but I think there's far more negativity than value. But this goes back to what it's done to journalism. Because social media is so fast. Journalism individuals have really had what they feel they have to cut corners to stay ahead. Oh, for sure. What's going to get views? You know what I mean? They feel like this is what I have to do to get the story out. And you've lost the fact checking. I mean, I, I tweeted the other day. I remember a time when the entire intent of journalism was to tell the truth. Right. You know, I remember growing up and that's the whole story. You know, they want to tell the truth. And right. we've reverted away from that to I need to get ratings mm-hmm. because ratings are what keep my job. Mm-hmm. The more people that listen to the show, whether it's factual or not, right. it keeps my job and I start making money. And that is so unfortunate because the news is supposed to be informative, truthfully. Correct. And yeah. honestly. Yeah. And it's just horrible that we've gotten to that point. Yeah. And, and guys, as we kind of come near to the end of the show, and I, I believe that to me, that's the bottom line um, with, with the, the outrage and the problem due to this of social media and news outlets having offering such a mixed bag of information and we, we know we know social media is is promoting panic right mm-hmm. we we know this but we feed into it and and we're taking advantage of that by spreading all the misinformation but we're not spreading the right stuff and we're not spreading it to be good we're spreading it to get like mark said to get views and for people to read it. We're, we need to start sharing reliable information that empowers people to make the Uplift right decisions. Them. Exactly. Um, you know, I want to, I want to go into something Josh just brought up there, you know, and we, and we think about this, this actually goes back to an episode we did just recently. And we started talking about the effects of negativity on the brain and the hippocampus specifically mm-hmm. and how that affects you. And it can affect you long-term. You know, and you may think, well, I don't believe everything that I see, and that's fine. You may be able to get on social media or whatever platform you're, you know, whatever platform you're using, and you're like, I'm going to read these, but they, they're not going to have an effect on me because I, I know what's real and what's not real. Mm. But the reality is, is the more time you spend on that, whether or not you buy into it, it starts to have an effect on you. Correct. And then you start to wonder, and then all these things start taking over. Folks, the truth is, just don't do it mm-hmm. because you're, you're doing damaging long-term effect on yourself. Mm. It's just not worth it. It's so not worth it. And honestly, it's like anything. The less, if, if we don't do it, it goes away. You know what I mean? If you don't buy into it, right. it goes away. It's a great Because point. now it's over. It's like I tell my, my kids all the time. If someone's giving you crap and you react, they just keep giving you crap because they got their reaction. Yeah. If you act like it don't bother you, they're going to quit. Right. Well, that, this is the same thing. Right. I mean, folks, we need, we need to stay in focus on what's really happening and stick to the facts. Mm-hmm. And medical journals are telling us right now, this is one for everybody. Coronavirus 19 has a 99.7% survival rate. 99.7%. Once again, I feel awful for the 0.3. Mm-hmm. I do. I feel awful for the 0.3. But the, the truth is, we're going to survive this. Yeah. And for all those people to say, what if this becomes a seasonal thing? Hey, folks... God has blessed many people in many different ways. Um, there are ways that I've been blessed. You know, I, I'm blessed with long wind and, you know, a full slate of BS. But I'm not blessed with, you know, uh, a scientific mind and research and all this medical skill that a lot of people have. But there are people that do have that. There will be a, a, vac- a vaccine well, they, for this. They've already started to be able to replicate it. Yeah. And once you can <clears throat> replicate this and break it down to DNA, you can start matching up the items that we already have, whether it's different medicines and modern medicine that can now attack those DNAs mm-hmm. and treat them, we've done it. We'll do it again. Right. I mean, just relax. And if, and if we have to stay in our homes for 14 days, I welcome it. You know, the last time I got to spend 14 days, my, ki- my kids are old now. They don't want to hang out with me. Right, right, right. <laughs> this goes back to your perspective. Change your view. 
Don't look at it negatively. I look yeah. at it, I'm like, I'm going to get to sit down and play board games with my youngest daughter without having to be pulled away and go somewhere. Right, right. I'm going to be able to get to sit down with my adult, you know, young adult children and say, hey, how's life? And just touch base with them. Mm-hmm. There are positives. Mm-hmm. There are positives. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing, guys, is to be able to turn off turn off all these news outlets and, and, and places that we're receiving all this information. And like Mark said, I think to highlight that, and we talk about changing our perspective and the lens that we look through, highlighting these times together as 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 one as a family um as a community and and coming together to to truly embrace this time of it it is a time of panic but but to truly embrace and just put aside and just have the comfort and peace and ease that this will all blow over okay and don't be the individual we'll learn from it yeah don't be the individual that a week two weeks three weeks a month plus from now that looks back and been like man i just pissed away all that time that I could have really been not worrying and putting, you know, self-developing myself or spending time with my loved ones. Instead, I, you know, I, I spent it worrying and, and here I am, um, backward, taking steps backwards in my, in my life to a degree when, when this all blows over, cause it will. It well, will and I think, time. I think honestly, I, I do. I think when I came from this background, I think a lot about our police officers. I think about all our firefighters. Yeah. Um, our first responders in general. I think about our army men and women. I think about our hospitals and our sta- the staffs there. Yeah. You know, in this mass hysteria and, and panic, and you're causing this extra um, burden. Yeah. Is not helping. It's it's. Sad. You're actually slowing down progress for the people who actually need help. <laughs> and you know, it's like we got to think about that. It's like, you know, let let's relax a little bit and let people who are trying to work work without causing them extra work. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, and, and we didn't, guys, we don't have time to jump into the money side of things and really the business and entrepreneurial side of things. Um, but this, this time of chaos is truly sad for the stock market. It's truly sad for these businesses that these small businesses, especially, and, and I say this completely aside from visionary meals, guys, uh, as a listener, go support your small businesses in this time because they need you. Well, they need you in this time. I want to I want to create comfort real quick. Josh just said it. You know, there's a lot of people who are worried about the market and they're worried about the stock market. They're worried about banking, all those systems. The truth is, is the United States, the world, in a sense, has witnessed 11 pandemics worldwide pandemics. Right. Within six months of the control of that pandemic, all markets have returned to normal or above. Mm-hmm. So, folks, we've done this before. Right. We've done this before. We'll do it again. God made us to be very resilient beings. Yeah, we just got it. We got to embrace that. We will. We will get there be, again as as a country. I know we will. But there will be businesses that fail. Because Absolutely. Of this. Unfortunately, that is very true. There will be. There will be. And the rich will get richer. And that's just that's but, the way the world works. And, and here's what I want to encourage everybody to do: if you're if you're a listener and you're a non-believer. And you have a lot of fear and you have a lot of anxiety and you're like, I can't go or you feel as if you don't, you can't go talk to a believer, a pastor, an associate pastor, Josh or me, I would empower you that you will not be judged. No, I would empower you that you will be open with open arms and that there will be someone there to pray with you and yes. who will be there to listen to you actively listen to you and cares about how you feel. I don't care if you haven't been to church in 20 years, I don't care if you've never been to church. I don't care if you went times in your life and said, I don't believe in God. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. This is where Christians can shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's good. So, hey, honestly, guys, this podcast, I mean, this podcast took a lot uh, to happen today because there's so much stuff going on. Um, and I don't want you guys to think that, you know, Visionary Meals is not in um, the realm of possible damage and hurt and harm because of this. They, they very much so are. And so it's really kind of sidetracked where our day was going to go. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, through prayer and through, I'm telling you, people, God works through many, many, many people. Um, a, Visionary Meals was still able to be our number one supporter and partner and allow us to bring this podcast to you, which we're yep. always grateful for. And then B... This goes back to what we want to practice, what we preach. And Visionary Meals is on the tip of an iceberg of doing something great during this time. Right. Josh, why don't you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So, guys, real quick, you know, backing up to our last episode for the Arnold Classic, I shared about, you know, I'm very confident that there will be a blessing that comes from us not being able to be a part of the Arnold Classic and having that full faith that God was in control, but I hadn't seen it yet. 
and, and I sit here right now, and I still don't know if I've seen it, but right now, what is potentially in the works for not only Visionary Meals, but the, the community that Visionary Meals resides in is potential donors, individuals offering financial aid to Visionary Meals to be able to support hundreds, thousands, maybe if not thousands. thousands of individuals that don't know where, really where their next meal is coming from. If you guys think about it, all these schools are closed and canceled, a lot of these kids go to school and they know they get that one meal from that lunch that is aided by their school. And, and now that has been, has been taken away from them. So right now, Visionary Meals is getting proactive with their community, Spring, Spring Hills Baptist Church, some individuals from our community that will potentially aid us as a company to be able to provide meals for individuals out in our community. And we just we ask if you guys, I guess, spread the word. And if there's anybody that wants to offer support in this time as well, yeah, reach out. We are here um, as as a unit um, to to get this done for any individual. But I, I want to tell everybody the story behind this. So Josh was catching me up on what happened last week, and as we we're sitting there, I mean, I'm telling you guys, there was a serious burden in the room, you know, and it's very emotional. Um, and, and Josh was talking about what we're talking about now. God's going to go to work. I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. And we did. We prayed. And we said, God's going to provide a way and God's going to do all these things. Next thing you know, we're getting phone calls mm-hmm. from people who are saying, hey, I have an idea and I think you guys could be a great partner in this. And then next thing you know, we're on the phone with the church. And next thing you know, this person's on the phone with another person who wants to financially back it. Guys, that's God at work. Right. And God doesn't only use those who are believers. No, God uses everybody. We're all his children. Just some of us have found him first. And he's going to work, and he's going to work to serve because that's what he does. And Visionary Meals is built upon Scripture, and it is to that Scripture that they will remain faithful, and it's because of that faith that God will remain faithful to them. Yeah. That's well said. That's a, that's what we're going to do in this time, guys, and we ask all of you to do the same thing. Um, we do, aside everything that was said today, guys, we recognize there is a severity at, at hand here, and Absolutely. especially focused on our elderly. And this was not a show to completely downplay what is going on right now in our in our country and more so in our world. But this show is just to enlighten some of some of you guys that maybe have received the wrong information or maybe have an angle of what is going on right now and to again change that lens in your perspective of what can happen right now. But most importantly, guys, to A, have that comfort in knowing that there is an individual, there is a being out there that you can lean on in this time, all right? And and and, and also that through all the chaos that, that we are that we are receiving, guys, it is so important where you get your where you get your news outlets. I'm telling you, it is so important where you receive your information. I challenge all of our believers to step up now because you can truly this is a great opportunity to be really the shining light and show what it is to be a believer in Christ. And we have, we have an opportunity. Don't waste it. So don't waste it. Um, And we can do that. But Josh is right. You got to be careful where you get it from. And all we wanted to do today was enlighten you with actual facts. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's no end game here for us. We don't, we're not political sizing for anybody. We're not picking side. No, we just want to give you guys the straight facts. Yeah. And guys, I, I, I believe it's going to get a little bit worse. Um, Absolutely. And it will get worse before I, it gets better. Yeah, I, think, I don't think we're to that point yet. Um, but with that being said, Mark and I are going to do our very best unless we seem that it's necessary to, to move on from this and dive right in back into the content that we deliver to you guys on a daily basis of uh, faith, mindset, entrepreneurship, uh, work ethic, you name it, guys, uh, because that's what this show is about. Um, even though we do do our best to share relative information um, and, and offering perspectives from a different angle or lens that a lot of individuals maybe don't look through due to uh, potentially the media. But, um, you know, I'm excited <laughs> that this is over. Yeah. I think this was think a necessary is, conversation. Yeah. Um, but, I, but it's time to move forward and get on with our lives and not let the media predict how we should wake up the next day and what we need to do in our in our days to come. And I just want to say I am so thankful that we got to have Ashley on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ashley. If all she did, I told her before we even got started, I said, if all you do is giggle, you're gonna make the show better. So <laughs> yeah. Ash, anything for him? No? No. No. Good. Well we're happy to have you as always. 
one of these days we'll bring you on and just do a focal topic about Ashley because there is so oh much gosh. to learn about. Oliver her. said, "Don't eat bats." <laughs> <laughs> good one, buddy. Good, good one. Good. good. good no morning. bat soup for you. <laughs> good stuff. All right, Deliberately Link Nation. We appreciate you guys. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Um, stay up to date with us. We're going to keep bringing our A game every day, no matter Absolutely. what is going on out in the world. Deliberately linked. Sign up.